And welcome back to another week's episode of the Wiki Rios Trilogy. I am your host, Duke Thompson. To my left of me, I have the Moose Anderson and also John B. Easy Dundell. How you doing, Why are you, why are you like the host? Why are you the single? Oh, I'm sorry, co-host. My bad. Yeah, I was just trying to elevate myself. That was so. that was real messed up. He was like, I am your host, and these are my Pete, my little my little pawns. Pods were all the same level to the left and right. Of me. Nobody's in front or behind. I my peasants, I do declare. Oh, I do right. declare. So how you guys surviving the coronavirus, man? Uh, you know, I think I I think I got sick the other day, but I found out I just, I just had just normal diarrhea. So uh... <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't think you're kidding. Like, I, don't think he is I, like... I don't. I think you did have diarrhea, and I think you were worried you had COVID. No, no, I was Ooh. never worried for that. No, I mean, like, diarrhea is, like, every three days in my life. Like, <laughs> like, but, uh, you know, but Josh, like, every three days, I probably eat something I shouldn't, you know? like That's, that's fair. Me. That's fair, especially as an adult, because you can literally buy whatever you want. Exactly, dude. And, you know, unlike you, uh, Moose, I, I, I live that single life, so, like, no one's going to tell me what I can and can't eat. So like, That's oh. super true. That's yeah. super true. Until the martial law comes. Well, and then, yeah, then, yeah, National God tells you what to do. Then we can only eat fast food or cook yourself because, I'm, like, for some reason, whenever things go down, they're like, "But McDonald's can stay open because we can't tell them no." I, I have a question for you, John. What's yeah, up? It's a serious question. Yeah. Okay. I know L.A. would pop off in a riot. Would you participate? Uh, I mean, it depends on if it's near me. You know, I'm not gonna like travel to be a part of the riot, but... Just conveniently protest? Right, exactly, man. If it's a nearby riot, like, even without traffic right now, I still don't think I want to, like, figure out parking and stuff like that for a riot, you know, because then, then my vehicle might be endangered. So, nah, if it's a nearby riot, yeah, like, if it's in walking distance or, or even, like, a quick bus ride. You know, and there's John, the protester with the sign that says, I was nearby, so dot, dot, dot. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, I'm just there for the looting, really. It's like, really? Yes. Grab a TV, maybe some ham sandwiches, you know, things like that. Also, it's free publicity for Fabrisky Sports, the Wicked Warriors trilogy. You should oh, go yeah. out there, you hold it inside. Go get spray paint. Just go tag a few buildings, man. That's all we ask. So yeah. they show the damage, they'll just say, be easy was here. Well, all I'm going to do is just tag everything with Ricky Williams and then three. And then everyone's like, but he didn't wear three. What is going on? I don't understand. What is this Ricky Williams three business all over the city? Uh, well, how you doing, Moose, up there in Massachusetts? I'm in Rhode Island. Close enough. Oh, sorry. New England's yeah. all the same. It's all the same. Yeah, he said it's all the same. Whatever, man. It probably is, dude, that Northeast. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. It's all it's all pretty similar. Um, yeah, we got right. all these tiny little states for anyway. Y'all should just all merge together and be like part of New York. No, we should just Rhode Island should be sold to Massachusetts for the lowest bid. Um, with that being said, I'm doing I'm doing all right. Things are going okay here. The states opening back up slowly but surely. Um, so obviously, health is no longer the main concern. It is now money. Um, once that federal money. Fund, once that Fed funding stop, uh, our mayor. Uh, the the not so wonderful Gina Raimondo, the uh, the wicked witch of the East. Um, yeah. So once once the funding stopped, she decided to open it up. So we'll see how it goes. But I'm doing good. Stay staying inside mostly. But been to been to one bar already. So. Well, 
I mean, you had to show your protest, you know. Uh, Absolutely, I like the my unconstitutional rights of exactly a right. All right. So, so, so how was how was life in the bar? I mean, was everyone uh, maskless and uh, no gloving? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, nobody cares. This one bar I go to, I'm not going to say the name because I won't throw anybody under. Yeah, but, no, no, no. Uh, there's no, there's no need to, you know. Hey, we give free shoutouts. Yeah, it's a uh, cheap, cheap beer and uh, good cigars and and good people. And um, I'm pretty sure they never closed down, but <laughs> I, I don't think they've been closed this entire quarantine. It hasn't were, seemed that way. They were more uh, of a speakeasy. Uh, yeah, that would be a good way to put it. Yeah, a lot of uh, old mobsters go there and, and stuff like that. Great place. Great place did, to meet. Did you have to, like, do a secret knock or have a password? Or did a little oh. door open up on the door? No, I just have to be careful because I'm the only Irish guy. Oh, okay. Whatever, man. I mean, what? I got to be careful what I say. But every time I walk in, I say, where's the fucking gabagoo? Uh, what's that? Uh, I don't know that. All right, it's an East Coast thing. Gabagoo, you don't know gabagoo? You ever watch The Sopranos? Was the fucking guy? Whatever, dude. Gabagoo. It's something. I don't know. It's something. I <laughs> it's don't something. know. It's, it's an Italian food. I don't, I don't know. I've never had it. Well, <laughs> had I, I hope you're not yelling something that's inappropriate that's going to get the show banned. Uh, I could uh, be. Yeah, HR, be. You could be. Like, we're going to have to get, get HR on that one. What is, I'm not going to say it just in case. You know, I might run for uh, Gabagoo. I'm pretty sure it's food. I I'm almost positive it's food. Well, you, but you're not, but you're not 100%. 99.9%. Uh, it it turns out to be something terrible against a race of people. And then I try to run for some sort of presidency. They'll have that on me, you know? Hey, are you too ashamed, Moose, to ask what it is at this point? Because you've gone in there so many times saying it. Yeah, it's like uh -huh. a work acquaintance that you never asked. Them no, in. no. See, I knew. Yeah, it's a cure. It's a cured meat. It's it's capicol. You know capicol. It's cured. But people call it cabagoo. All right. Well, that's fair enough. I I do enjoy a cured meat. It is a cured meat. It is. All right. Well, fine. I guess I can say it as long as it doesn't turn out to be like you know a term for a, that know, was cured, actually cured human it was meat. my nickname in high school. Cured. <laughs> so right. that that and baby uh -huh. powder on the basketball courts because he's well speaking of meat let's talk about some draft picks uh not that these people are so, meat but the first draft pick we're going to talk about his last name is a meat we're going to first start off with them boys the cowboys everybody america's team america's team man now the cowboys first started off with a pick of somebody with the last name of lamb and let's hope he doesn't play like a little baby lamb he came out of these Good old Oklahoma University uh, Sooners. And soon he will be playing for the Dallas Cowboys. He went from Oklahoma to Texas, not very far away, but those states don't really like each other. There's a rivalry right there. He's a top grade, though. A uh, very good wide receiver coming out of that university. Uh, other picks that they did make uh, include a uh, cornerback coming out of Alabama and Diggs. Uh, you know, he's he's pretty good. He's gonna he's gonna do some pretty good stuff for him. Um, all in all, I mean, they were trying to help out a lot of their defense, which I felt was doing pretty good anyway. Uh, strange pick at the end there. Nice little quarterback to I guess maybe possibly give Dak a little bit of a challenge. Uh, what do you guys think? Uh, well, you, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry, sorry. Are you kidding me? Andy Dalton is gonna take. 
He's he's the fire for the Dak Andy Prescott. Dalton right, is huh? absolute garbage. And again, until you understand that the only reason he had more than five yards of offense to his career is a man named AJ Green. That's the only reason why he had more than five yards in his whole NFL career of passing. Is AJ? I, I told you. I I understand, man. But Fitzpatrick has had some magic. A new place, a new setting could you change throw your man. To absolutely, people you've never heard of, and somehow have a 500-yard passing game. Somehow he'll make that happen. But you don't hear that from Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton could have people you've never heard of, and you still don't hear about him because Andy Dalton tried to throw it to him. All I'm saying, man, is you never know. I mean, Dak. Man, Andy Dalton's been in the I league think, long enough. We know. <laughs> I think Dak needs to leave Dallas. So, why are you trying I, to push that black man out of Dallas, dude? Get the Jerry don't like you. Jerry acts like oh, he likes you. No. Oh, dude. I mean, Jerry does like white players, but he's gonna he look he he's gonna love them if he gets in victories. That's for sure. Well, it's smart move with the uh, with the first round CD Lamb. Like that pick, good kid. They need that offense, but like you said, the defense was pretty stout. I would at least try to pick up a few more offensive weapons for Dak to succeed, you know, maybe right. help him I mean, out a little they, bit. I mean, Spread the I ball down. Say that they need to look in their backfield, but they probably should. But just 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 a little help for Zeke. That's all I ask. How about you, Moose? Um, I think first off that drafting from a two hundred fifty million dollar yacht like uh Mr. Jerry did was a genius idea because they had a genius draft every day. The overall grade had to have been an A. With that being said, um, like you said, it would have been great to pick up a couple more, you know, offensive weapons, but do they need it? They have Amari Cooper. They now have CeeDee Lamb, who's unbelievable. The kid's going to be unbelievable. And obviously, Elliot. With that being said, um, I, I think the days after the first day it were their best. Um, you know, they moved up for Robinson, I believe, Reggie Robinson. And he should have been drafted way earlier than he was and was projected to. And also, uh, another top 100 talent that, that fell right into that lap was uh, Utah defensive end Bradley Ane, I believe is how you pronounce his last name. Um, he's a quick edge rusher, should have been drafted earlier, and, and he just kept falling. So uh, I, I, am, I am a little bit nervous for, for this quarterback pick. I don't, I don't quite know. Um, ben DiNucci out of James Madison. That was interesting. But overall, I think that, um, you know, Dallas had an well, outstanding He just, he just looks – from what I can see, he looks the part. He's 6'3", 210 pounds. I mean, that's what you look for in a quarterback, right? Like, he's an average height. If he has a little bit of speed on him, I mean, he kind of sounds like probably his new Tony Romo. Dude probably <sighs> has big old, like, you know, hands of a man who's probably seven feet tall. Like, when you look at Tony Romo's hands on TV, it looks absurd. Like, he has these big old, like, offensive lineman hands on his little dainty body. Yeah. Dainty body. But, look, man, you guys are missing a fact of an important point here. This is Mike McCarthy's first year. That's true. As head coach. So, I mean, that's, that's, not, that's not his quarterback. Dak is not his boy. Oh, that's right. That's a, that's a good point. I, you that's know, not. That's you know what? That's, that that's funny. That's funny that you mentioned that because, like, you know what? Because here's the thing, dude. I think Jerry would be fine, you know, whatever shade you come with. But I don't think Mike is. I think Mike, I think deep down Mike's racist. 
So, like, you know, <laughs> man, I'm serious. I mean, <laughs> dude was coaching up in Green Bay and loving it. He wasn't seeing brothers. So, and <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I, I have a feeling, yeah. I think I think there's gonna be a little push out there. I think he's gonna try to see if he can make something out of Dalton, which, I mean, come on, dude, he can't. But I'm sure he'll try. And then he's got this other guy that's like, oh, maybe we'll go with him too. And then when all else fails, he'll probably be like, well, I guess I got to go with Dak. See, that's what I'm saying, man. I think Dak is. Why didn't he sign all that money this off season? You know, you'll be the top paid quarterback. Why are you pushing for that little extra money? Because I think Dak wants out. Dak wants to go to another team where he's going to get paid and say, win somewhere else and say, screw you, Jerry. Well, Dak should have paid gonna, me. Dak's going to be a downright idiot if he goes somewhere else because, let's be honest, just being a quarterback with the brand Cowboys is going to get you paid. But anyway, let's talk about more quarterbacks because there was another quarterback drafted, not so low, uh, not a seventh rounder, who's actually drafted the second round man has won national championship he's also transferred schools he went from alabama to oklahoma we're talking about jalen hurts now the eagles have apparently a quarterback another ginger i believe but isn't he a redhead yeah carson yeah. Wentz. everybody this man just signed 100 million dollar contract supposed to be raking in the money and raking in the w's and he really hasn't been raking in those w's like they want uh, as a matter of fact they're winning as quarterback i think over the past few years as far as the playoffs were concerned there's a man by the name of nick Foles, who's not even on the team he was most recently on with the jacksonville jaguars he's now on the damn chicago bears but either way we're not talking about the bouncing around of nick Foles. we're talking about his backup i mean uh the guy who was Ahead of him, excuse me, <laughs> on the roster of Carson. What? You good? <laughs> I'm just sorry. I was just trying to slight Carson a little more there. Um, but either way, dude does not deserve $100 million. And it looks like the Eagles are showing that by trying to give him a little pressure here. But I, it's like you've already put this contract on him. He's got a lot of guaranteed money. What are you trying to do by pushing him out? This is the ultimate test for Carson Wentz. And Nick Foles should have been that ultimate test. And he should have, he sh he should have failed that. And, and, in fact, he did. With that being said. Yeah, um, they already, he already failed that one. And then, like, they pacified him by getting rid of Nick Foles. And now right. there's somebody else because they're like, maybe we shouldn't have pacified him. Well, the Eagles definitely raised eyebrows with that pick. That much I'll say. They also did with their first pick in Jalen Rieger out of TCU over Justin Jefferson. Um, so they began their first day with an eyebrow-raising eyebrow pick, and then their second day they grabbed Jalen Hurts. What I think this says to Wentz is, you better get this done because we are not afraid to trade you. And I think he is trade bait at this point, right? He, there's not one team out there that wouldn't take, take a chance on him for a, for a first-rounder or a second and a third and a fourth. Oh, like, never a first-rounder at this point. Oh, Dude. I wouldn't. I, I don't think he's. He's not first round. Cowboy. You don't think the Browns? You don't think the Browns would offer no, a first round? Not a first round. I do. Thing, man, he hasn't proven anything. He's only proven. I don't. I don't disagree, but I, I don't disagree with you. But you know this how this position works. People are getting paid that shouldn't get paid, like him. I know. And, like, and the lighter you are, the most more likely you are to get paid money you don't deserve. But like, 
I really, I mean, after a while, man, you got to understand there's no reason to be paying this man if he's not getting the numbers necessary for that kind of money. Dude, I like Jalen Hurts. I Me think too. the guy, the guy can win. The guy went from Alabama, transferred to a new school, took, took the team Oklahoma to a winning. Did he win a championship? I forget. Or man, his, no, no, no. He, got, he got him into the playoffs, man. Playoffs, still. I mean, that's a winning mentality. I like the kid. I've never been impressed with Carson Wentz. Sorry, but just he's injury, a little bit injury prone. I feel after that injury, he can, he can throw daggers when he wants to, but when it comes to like important moments like playoff games, he just doesn't feel like he's there. I mean, he don't Wentz, have it, man. Carson Wentz does not have that last second drive. And it's, it's a lot for us to speak about that because maybe he does have that, but maybe he doesn't have the talent. Maybe it's the coach. We don't know. But I know from what I've seen out of Carson Wentz that they're worried. Whether they paid him the money or not, they knew they had to pay him to keep him. But here's, here's a situation where you have a guy on lock for the next four years at minimum dollars, and he can probably bring you some wins if Carson Wentz doesn't. I mean, take, I mean if you surround him with the right weapons and a strong defense – Jalen Hoods can win in the NFL. It's just that Philadelphia is an extremely hard place to play. The fans are ruthless. They not are for nothing, nuts. I can't imagine what Donovan McNabb went through compared to yeah. what. Yeah, they like, still say Jaws uh, is a better quarterback than McNabb. It's like McNabb was the guy that saved your franchise. He put up with more crap than any other QB in the league, and he did it with a smile on his face, and he still pays respect to Philadelphia. I, was, I think they retired his uh, number, got the Hall of uh, the Ring of Honor, but still, it's just that those fans are ruthless, man. I mean, I just, I can't, I mean, and two, Jalen, he come in and start winning, Carson, you're gone, dude. Here's it. the thing, too, though. So you hand the guy a nine-figure extension, right, uh, just a year ago. Now, maybe Philly wants to be the next quarterback factory. That's all great, and I guess that's something to aspire to as a coach or as an organization, but the fact is is that they had holes to fill. They have leaks all over their roster, not to mention the linebacker position. I just don't understand why they wouldn't try to fill that. The linebacker position was huge in the second and third round, especially, and um, you know, it's just a surprising pick, but good for Jalen Hurts. I mean, he deserves it. Kid transferred, goes to a new school, under a new coach, under a new system, and does well. So, you know, I'm excited for him. But, um, yeah, Carson Wentz definitely has to be looking over his shoulder for the next year or two. Oh, I mean, absolutely, because this is a team that's still in a transition of winning. It's still a playoff team. I mean, yeah. this, I mean the, the NFC East is not as strong. The Cowboys probably be fighting for the division, winning with them and the Eagles. That's it. So, I mean, I like, I like this situation. Put a little pressure on Carson. Let's see what he can do, man. If he can't, well, then, you know, maybe it's Cleveland next year. Maybe it's, well. Maybe it's Cleveland. Maybe it's the end of your career already. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I don't out of every team in this division, though, I definitely think the Eagles drafted the worst. As much as I like Jalen Hurts, they didn't draft well at all. Oh, no, they drafted terribly. But, Terrible. you know, let's be honest. The Giants, who we could talk about next, didn't draft amazing. It's just they just drafted a lot of stuff to, I guess, make it so that 
there's no longer an excuse that Daniel Jones can't get it done. I mean, they went out and they went out and got offensive line like crazy. I mean, they went first round offensive line, third round offensive line, fifth round offensive line. I mean, they were like, look, man, we're going to give you some protection on the line. We're not going to help you out as far as people catching the ball. Uh, we feel like we already have enough talent there and that. And to be honest with you, they do have hands. They do have people who can catch the ball in the backfield and on the line. They have good wide receivers, good tight ends, and a good running backs. So that's not what they're worried about. They're like, look, I guess the problem was you couldn't get the ball off in time, so now there's no excuse because we fixed the line, or trying to at least. Trying to. That's a good, that's a good way to say it, my friend. They're trying to. I mean, they have uh, to save their offensive line, to be fair. Oh, dude. Well, yeah, I mean, Barkley's numbers went down, and, I mean, that was obvious that that shouldn't be. You know, I mean, that guy was a, a talent coming out of his rookie season and then took a step back, which you're not expecting, you know. You kind of have a sophomore slump, but that's more of something you expect from a quarterback more so than the running back position. But either way, uh, he did – fall back a little bit and a lot of that probably was the line so now they're like look we're helping the line for you and him and now if it doesn't work we're probably going to blame it more on jones but uh you think daniel jones is the future i mean he is eli's boy not if he doesn't do well i mean with his offensive line now i think that you are you going to give him maybe a couple more years to say you know they can't they they this the way that the NFL is put together right now. There's no time for a couple more years because there's that next talent that's coming in that you messed up on. You know, like like Lamar Jackson's the kind of guy where it's just like you know, you could have missed that. You know, the Ravens could have missed that if they weren't looking for talent. But but with Lamar though, I believe that he got into the right situation because there'll probably a lot of teams and coaches out there would have misused him. Well, yeah, they talents, would be like, you know? you're a wide receiver or we only use you like, you know, Cordell Stewart or something like that. Yeah, you know, like, exactly. There would be stuff like that. But, yeah, man, he fell into the right, you know, organization that knew what to do. Uh, they didn't fight him. They worked with him, which is what a lot of teams should be doing. But I don't know, man. You know, some people work differently. They're just too. There's so many coaches that just don't want to adapt. They're just too hard-headed to say, "Hey, we're bringing this guy in." So maybe I just changed my offense a little bit. That's why Belichick is such a genius. Belichick has changed over the years as the offense and defense has progressed. And what do you have? A winning championship team with Tom Brady, a sixth, fifth-round QB. It's like you should, I don't understand why teams don't follow this footprint, and that's why I think Lamar is going to be a winner. I mean, um, some teams are trying to. They just really don't know how to. Um, another team that's probably trying to that has no clue what the hell they're doing is the Washington Redskins. Now, they did have a great number one pick because how could you mess that up? I mean, <laughs> you, really, you really couldn't. <laughs> you can't. I mean, Chase Young was available. You have to take him only because he wasn't the top pick overall. But, I mean, he's still on the board. If you said no to him, I mean, they'd be like, okay, you're not even trying to win games in the future. Um, but the Skins went with him. Great pick. Uh, there's number two pick – or, sorry, their second pick, which was in the third round. I'm not really, like, wild by with this wide receiver. Granted, I guess they were trying to look for some help on the offensive side. He's got some speed, that kid. I'll, I'll give him that. He he's – 
he's definitely yeah. a hybrid playmaker, but he he ran a four point three nine, so he's fast as shit. Yeah, um, he's, he's he saw, really he quick. Saw, and here's the deal: he saw seventy one touches last year, twelve touchdowns. It's pretty good, right? Out of Memphis, especially, that's pretty good. Um, right. But I want to go real quick, just back to that first pick, and then I'll I'll let you continue. Um, obviously Chase Young was the only person they could have picked. He's the most athletic edge or even defensive player I've seen drafted in the first round, probably in a while. Mm -hmm. Um, that defensive line, him, Montez Sweat, Darren Payne, and Jonathan Allen, that is a recipe for QB nightmare fuel, man. That is going to be a scary, scary, like a defensive line. That's going to be. No, 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 no doubt in that. I mean, let's be honest. That was the only way the skins were even staying in games in the first. Right. Right. I mean, they were get, they were staying in games where it was like 10 to 17, you know? Like, I mean, get, they weren't getting blown out by any means because that defense was just so strong, kept the offense in the game, which is why I wondered why they didn't just go, I mean, just hardcore. I mean, I guess they did go hardcore offense as best they could, but, right, you know, I, yeah, I guess the circumstances of their draft, they did it the best they could. Yeah, like I think it was I think it was an okay draft. I don't think yeah. they drafted out of term like the Eagles did. Um yeah. I think they addressed some issues that they needed to. Which but was again, just the offense in general, you know. Ex- exactly. <laughs> and and I think I, I don't know too much about Antonio Gandy Golden um out of Liberty. That's no, an I interesting mean, he, pick he, to me uh, because if you're pick what's that? He's graded high. Actually, he's graded higher than uh, homeboy from Memphis was. So no shit. That's wow. Well, I did. I certainly did not know that. But um, yeah, I mean, just just an okay draft for the Skins. I think they're going to be great under Ron Rivera, um, as long as Allen leaves that organization as soon as he can. Um, but I love Ron Rivera. His defense has always been great. I believe the Carolina Panthers have the highest win percentage in the AFC South. Um, over the history of the NFL, which is probably mostly due to his last, what, 12 years of success? What has it been, nine, 10 years? Um, Somewhere around there, yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, I'm, excite- I'm excited for the Redskins, right. but, I mean, <laughs> you can only be so excited. Right, Let's, without being racist. I want to – without being <laughs> – that's right. That's right, without being – Washington's team. Let's yeah. say Washington's NFL team. One of the major problems, man, is a cultural change. This is the Redskins, man. What I like about this draft is you're bringing in Chase Young, who can immediately step into the locker room and become a leader. Make that team be accountable and run with a real. Here's the thing: I don't think he needs to come in there being a leader because I they think they do, man. This place is a culture so change, that, man. They already have so much on that defense. Dude, he doesn't you need have to, to put Ron, He just needs Ron, to be effective. He needs to be a no, guy man. making plays happen. This is the defense was already there. That's already established. Who they, are the Redskins, man? This is a culture offense. change, man. They need it. But they need a voice on offense, man. They need someone. No, no, dude. You can always fix offense. To get them down the field. Yeah. Well, we don't know if it's going to be. Uh, My uh, thing is this, dude. I feel like they just needed a better running back. I mean, the fact that they keep dragging out AP all the damn time because all their other backs are hurt. It's just nah. like they need to have something strong there, and they still didn't address that. No, dude, that's what, but I was just saying this is Ron Rivera's first draft. He had a way he could but work you still with. don't have a running back that's – that Ron Rivera's not going to turn this team into a playoff team next year, man. He's going to have to make some cuts and changes and put his own stamp on this team. And I think Ron Rivera could do with it two to three years. 
Yeah. Chase Young may be the leader and the guy. I mean, I like I to get out LSU. In the, in the locker room on the defensive side. It's nice if he can chime in from time to time. Ray Lewis cool. did it. I'm just saying, man, it's possible. I like yeah. Chase Young, man. The guy's a beast, yeah. dude. Well, all right. I, I like his swagger, man. Let's talk about where Juan used to be. He used to be in Carolina. He used to be a Panther. Coaching the Panthers up. The Panthers, actually, I, I won't lie, man. Um, I'm not going to say that they had a bad draft because they just went one-sided with it. Uh, I guess they were fine with whatever they were doing as far as offense. I mean, you got a good uh, back with uh, McCaffrey. Uh, they did he, sign an extension with him now. So. They did. You know, he can catch. He can run. He can do a lot. You know, he's a little beast. So, I guess they didn't need to worry about anything as far as the wide receiver or the running back position because, hell, he can do it all. So, they went straight defense, man, and went out and got some maulers. First, they went down to the SEC and got Derrick Brown. A very good pick right there. Um, then they went to, to get another mauler out of Penn State. Uh, so they, they really went to, you know, increase that defensive line. And then they went out and got some help in the secondary. I mean, look, they just try not to have any excuses for them getting scored on. Um, they're trying to keep the games manageable for Bridgewater, which I think is a great idea. Well, Bridgewater, I've always believed in that kid. The kid's a winner. He's come back from that horrific injury. I don't know how he's even walking, let alone playing right now. If you actually saw the footage, it just still scars me to this day of how it happened. It was brutal. And the kid went down to New Orleans, lived some stuff from good old Drew Brees. Now he's going to take over this Panthers. And you're right, man. Make it manageable for Bridgewater to get comfortable in there. Don't put too much pressure on him. Let the defense do its job and let Bridgewater develop with McCaffrey in the backfield. I like it. I mean, yeah. I think it's a good direction. Yeah, I think so too. Fun, fun fact. The first team in the modern draft era to use every single one of their picks on a defensive player. Um, so, so that in itself is pretty cool. Um, I love their first two picks in Derek Brown and Yater Gross Matos. They, those guys are going to be absolute maulers, like you said, be easy. They are quick. They are big. They are strong. Good with their hands on the line. That, that, that defense is going to be something to meddle with. Um, and it's interesting, too. And I didn't think about this until later on because it was such a weird time for the Panthers when Luke Keekley abruptly retired this offseason. And I think we're going to forget that coming into this year. They didn't pick up any linebackers, but I don't necessarily think they had to. Um, and, and I believe they, they signed one of their cornerbacks to a pretty – it was like a mega deal. Um, and I can't remember off the top of my head because I didn't write it down because I'm an idiot. Um, but that's okay. They also still have – Bruce Irvin, um, Don Terry Poe, you know, they, and Eric Reed on the back end. So their defense is stout. Um, they also picked up Robbie Anderson. That's a lot of speed. That's a lot of speed that kid has. Um, and I don't think the Jets used him correctly. So I'm excited to see him and Bridgewater work. I think the Panthers are going to have a great year. What, what a year to be in the NFC South, man. It's going to be a fucking dogfight. Why? Man, in the – Falcons are not going to do anything. And okay, there's three teams that, that might do something. There's three teams that might do something. Hey, you know exactly which teams. Tampa Bay ain't going to do nothing. Yeah. I know, okay. six and ten. But I mean, Tampa, Bay, make- Tampa Bay will make it interesting during the season. Dude, that they'll fall off when it gets time for I, I got to say this too, man. Did you guys notice ta- Tampa Bay's schedule is all sunny, warm games? Todd Bay don't have to play in the cold this year. Nope, that's, that's messed up, dude. But he doesn't enjoy that, and that's, that's right. messed why he, up, dude. Yeah. 
he probably picked them because he looked at like they came to him with the schedule like it could be nice and warm and your wife can be half naked for every game because she knows she don't like the cold but here's the thing he don't like the warm i mean whenever he plays in hot games his ass is sweating and panting and can't even throw the ball more than five yards so that's right and you guys know me every single year before every season i say I give us one loss, and that loss is in Miami. Yeah, every year. Can't handle that heat, and I don't know why he thinks he can do it now at age fifty-seven. But anyway, so next we have the Atlanta Falcons. Everybody, another team down there. This team, let's just say, isn't going to get any better. Uh, They have probably the best wide receiver uh, we've probably seen since maybe Calvin. Uh, I mean, this man just catches everything from the sky with Julio Jones here. And he's got a wasted quarterback. And you know what? They decided to waste their first pick with a cornerback uh, coming out of Clemson that was getting scorched in the national championship. So I'm not exactly sure who thought that was a good idea. And then the rest of their picks didn't address the problems that they have with their offense. I mean, honestly, they picked all defense, I guess, or except for their center uh, from Temple, who's going to probably be okay for him. I mean, he's not a bad player. Uh, And Temple also, you know, performed higher than expected this year. So these are probably some, you know, smart players coming out of Temple being drafted. But, yo, why are you picking somebody who can't cover anybody in the national championship? You expect them to cover people in the NFL? (laughs) <laughs> oh damn john that's cold but it's truth it's truth but here's the elephant in the room too man natty ice is getting old and we don't know the health of todd Gurley. they just signed so you just totally did not address any offensive needs man Nothing. this is just blows my mind because i think natty ice is broken from the super bowl He's paralyzed inside. He's seen oh, yeah, ghosts. Dude, his, his mind is broken. Oh, dude, I would be too, dude. I mean, he just, like, gave up how much of a point lead. And all you had to do was, was run the damn ball. Points? Was it 28, Moose? Uh, or was it 28, 28 to 3 with 315 oh. left in the third? I knew 28 was a number that was important in that. 28 uh, to 3. 20, a little league team could have kept oh, that lead. Dude, dude. I mean, it's, I'm, just, it's all about ball control. <laughs> they can't even do that. Dude, it's like Madden, dude. All you do is just run the clock out, right? Just hand the ball off. Yeah, dude, know, they take probably could have dealt it out and might have still won that game. Like, <laughs> yeah, yes. But, yeah, um, believe me, I was watching and listening to it on the radio. I, I did not have any hope for a while there, um, and I think it was warranted. Um, the it would have been Falcon- like Marky Mark, dude. It just walked out at halftime. I would have never done that. I'm not rich enough to leave a fucking Super Bowl game, but yeah, let alone get myself into one legally. Um, what what an interesting draft for the Falcons, huh? They they are lost. They are a lost pupil. Um, I, I don't think necessarily that it was an awful draft, but it wasn't a good one. I mean, Terrell, what what draft pick in there was a good one? Uh, the punter from San no, 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 no. So, so here's my de- here's my deal, right? So, I I don't think they should have taken AJ Terrell with the 16th overall pick. That was a complete reach for a need they have on their team. AJ Terrell might have been maybe top six in cornerbacks, but if you guys watched him during the national championship last year, he got fucking scorched almost every play by Jamar Chase on Ellis. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, he didn't so, do anything, so there's no reason for that. And then even their pick in 
number two of Davidson. I mean, he, he went even half the reason Auburn was winning. He was okay. He was in the area, but like, I don't know, man. Like they didn't get anything that I'm like, yo, that's a good pick. Yeah, you're not you're not wrong. I think AJ Terrell was their best pick, and even that was a reach, according to myself, you guys, and everyone else I've listened to. So, um, yeah, I mean, the Falcons That's are a just, bad draft. They're just a lost team right now. I just That's don't bad draft. Special teams are important, man. They drafted a punter, dude. Sterling. I don't want to say that. Wait, wait a minute. <laughs> didn't, you, man. didn't they it take seventh man, round? Didn't they take our our punter from last year, Ryan Allen, though? I, I believe he went to the Falcons. Maybe he retired. I'm not sure, but I, yeah, I, I'm not sure what he's doing. I don't yeah. get that at all. Well, hey, man. I mean, that's a wasted pick, too. They, the punter would have fallen to a drafted free agent. Yeah, he's going to be undrafted. You just go pick him up afterwards. I mean, because first off, it was the 14th pick in the seventh round. It's still high enough where you can maybe scrounge around and get maybe a running back you know to maybe yeah that's that's the most confusing thing why wouldn't you try to help your offense out a little bit they're they're getting old julio jones i mean he's still a baller but he's getting up there we don't know if he's gonna stay forever i don't know so he's um, signed him to some good money so i mean he, and he doesn't seem like he wants to leave because he's I don't probably think he treated like a king unfortunately yeah. i mean fortunately but unfortunately for him because he's not gonna get that ring Right. The, the, only, the only other thing I'll say about A.J. Terrell, even though I don't necessarily agree with the pick, is that he's an Atlanta native, and now he's entering the NFL with a massive chip on his shoulder. He has been told by every single person that he was a bad draft pick. So we'll, we'll see. He might end up being a great cornerback, but right now, sketchy, and I don't like Dude, I, I don't overlike I, – I don't – like Here's my thing. It's it's nice to come in with a chip on your shoulder, but it's a, it's one thing to have it, but there's also another thing to be able to do something about it. And if the thing is that you're getting torched, I don't know if there's a lot you're going to be able to do. On the biggest stage of your career thus right? far. Like, you don't just learn how to be extremely fast or better at, like, your your footwork doesn't change that greatly from one level to the next. And I just don't see, like, I just don't see it happening on the next level where you're just going to get that footwork right. Because, I mean, to get scorched like that so often, your footwork was just, like, you don't have to be the fastest guy to keep up with them. But, like, dude, you don't look like you were even close. So. Yeah, I don't, of, I don't disagree. Yeah, there was a lot of issues with that. But Issues, man. I mean, that's a lost team, y'all. I mean, they got a this dumpster fire. Well, here's we'll just go to the next dumpster fire that thinks that they're going to be okay. Um, they're always waiting around in the you know deep end without their floaties on, and they're splashing around in the water. They try to get real close. They try to look like they can swim, but they always fall apart, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, they have won a Super Bowl before. It was a long time ago. Sheamus might have been like four. But they have, they have won. But they're getting Tom Brady now. Uh, they also got Gronk, so they had some help on their offense coming in for pretty much no reason at all. They just decided, hey, we're going to have these players, and that's how it's going to be. And, you know, fate worked in their favor. So then they decided to help out their offense with their first pick going to help out saving Tom Brady's old behind and with a tackle, which makes sense. Uh, coming out of Iowa, so you know he's going to get in the trenches and he's going to fight. Um, then after that, who knows what they were doing? I mean, they got a running back 
from Vanderbilt and Vaughn. He's that, that pick was surprising to me because the running back, um, Zach Moss, was still available at that time. Yeah. And um, it, I think that that third round for Keyshawn Vaughn was probably a little too rich of a pick. Whoa, whoa, it, it, whoa. It, it, prob- it probably was, but here's the thing, dude. Anybody who's making Vanderbilt look halfway decent is probably downright amazing. Like, dude, Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt I, doesn't bring a lot of good stuff wow. to the table hardly ever. Um, that, that kid was putting up numbers against SEC defenses with a crap offensive line. Yeah, he didn't have a lot of help. And so here's the thing. Like, anytime somebody is putting up all the stats for Vanderbilt, they're great. Like, when Jay Cutler was doing it, you knew he was going to go into the NFL. He was going to do something. Unfortunately, I guess people didn't like his asshole demeanor and whatever. But, hey, the kid could throw the ball. So, <laughs> again, if you're good out of Vanderbilt, you're probably going to be pretty good. Um, I just don't know, though, why they still went and got another running back later. Um, they also decided to not really help their defense, which, let's be honest, man, their defense got beaten a lot of games. Like, I mean, they were in a lot of high-scoring games where, like, Jameis Winston scored, like, four or five touchdowns and they still lost. So, like, maybe you should have looked at your defense a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm still thinking that Keyshawn Vaughn, he'll be a good running back. And I know the whole Vanderbilt situation, you guys drill it into me. But – that kid, Zach Moss, also almost got Utah into the playoffs. Dude, Utah is a better team than Vanderbilt. That's fair. Than, uh, yeah, bar. that's fair. But I'm, I'm, still, I'm still the same. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. And I, well, we'll see who makes a splash. But, um, yeah, I mean, the Tampa Bay Bucks addressed a lot of things that they needed to, uh, including that safety position and offensive tackle that Tristan Wirfs. He's from Iowa. Now we know we know both. I feel like they should have addressed a little more on defense, just a little more, maybe a little higher up, a little bit better picks. Uh, Honestly, like you could have maybe done. I know they went with a homie from Minnesota, but I I feel like they should have maybe addressed more of their line. I don't think they were getting enough push last year. Yeah, Uh, and so I mean, it's great to try to you know. I guess, prevent the deep ball, which they were getting scorched on a lot. But, I mean, maybe a little bit of pressure can prevent the deep ball from even happening. You know, oh. if you're in there quickly, he don't have time to throw it 45 yards. So Yeah. I mean, Antoine Winfield Jr. was the pick to take. Um, you know, his, I, I've heard about him hitting exactly like his father did, so that's good. Um, but that those offenses down in the NFC South are not going to be something to mess with. Um, and if they think they can win solely on Tom Brady and Gronkowski and Mike Evans' shoulders, that's great. But they're going to need to stop the ball, too. So I don't disagree with you there. And there was a lot of defensive dude. prospects here. Dude, that, that offensive tackle, dude, I believe I heard, has the record at Iowa for the weightlifting or squatting or some crazy stuff, like at 650 or 700 pounds. Crazy, you, you know those dudes at Iowa, they're practicing lifting tractors and shit. Right, dude. exactly, dude. They they probably have them do like uh those tires for uh for tractors. They probably oh, have them yeah. lift those at like five. So oh, yeah. you know they <laughs> the the kid's a beast, man. And that was a strong offensive offensive pick for the Tampa Bay because you know we all know that Tom is getting a little older, and I think it's unfair that Gronk comes out of retirement 
to just be like, oh, no, I want to play. I was all worried about, you know, my head injuries and stuff, but I'm good Look, now. He didn't want to play for Bill. And I, I, mean, know, I don't man. know if Bill said something to him. <laughs> Bill whatever. said something to him, man. <laughs> whatever he did, he might, I mean, he probably did. And, you know, it rubbed him the wrong way. And he was like, Look, man, I'm a millionaire already. I don't have to take this. I can just go. Now, is that the right behavior? Probably not. But the, the problem is now that you're paying these players the kind of money in which they can make that decision. Like back in 1994, if you oh. didn't like your coach, man, you sucked it up and you showed up the next year. I, I understand, man. I just tired of seeing Tom Brady get all this, just hand fall into his lap, man. D- yeah, dude, don't all. hate on a man who just has things going well for him in life, man. That's dude, not I'm not fault. hating on it's the not man, his fault dude. That I'm just it's want not his fault to see. All right. I'm it's not. I'm not, not, I'm not hating on him, John. John. It's not his fault, man. I'm not hating on him. I'm just want to see just something different. That's all. That's not his fault, dude. That's not my fault like, either, dude. I'm just saying, dude. Something was dominating. I know people wanted to see something different when Bill Russell had 11 fucking championship rings. Like you know, like people. Yeah, like, man. Oh, man I'm but happy. the Celtics win again. He sucked. The greatest of all time, by the way. Dude, they suck the fun out of football sometimes, man. You know? Look, that's man, all. I'm sorry, dude. Look, there's dynasties constantly, man. The Cowboys had one. The 49ers had one. When Didn't we the Cowboys dynasty one. last like four and a half years? Uh, it, yeah. It dude, could have I mean, there was issues with the There was three Super Bowls, and I call that short dynasty. Well, I mean, but it was like three San straight. Francisco Giants, it's a little different because, when it's but, three straight. Because yeah, well, that's, Barry like, Switzer that's took. Well, Barry Switzer came in and just took uh, Jerry's third Super Bowl ring. So, right. Well, either way, dude. You know, my my thing is this: the team was good. They dominated. People yeah. remember that Cowboys. Dude, but that was and the that, and the only thing that was stopping them was the even better 49ers team. Like, really, dude. Like, we're <laughs> come on, dude. If the if the Niners didn't have Joe Montana and fucking Steve Young. Steve Young, yeah. I know. I mean, the Cowboys would have won a lot more. But, like, those teams were so good with Jerry Rice catching everything out of and the T.O., man. Yeah, dude. Like, it was – how are you going to beat those? I mean, those were just the top-tier teams. And I know, man. For them knocking each other around, the Cowboys probably look, could have gotten a few more. Look, I'm just saying, man. Tom, you know, that's it. Dude, and also the Niners had that uh, that cornerback. I can't remember his name, dude, who had that, like, seven-foot-tall neck. Remember dude's neck? He had that long ass neck. Uh, before my time. I mean, yeah, I know it's, it was before your time. I mean, I just want to see something different, man. You know, it'd be interesting to see Tom succeed down there. Yeah. Dude, you're going to make see it comparative. Look, you're going to, hey, you'll be happy what, to two see to six, him. maybe. Well, I mean, we're going to go through a season of poor Moose crying. But before <laughs> what, we get to the. Hey, whatever, man. We know, like, somehow Belichick is going to, like, Pull a but one last time. This, this they, face, they might squeak in as a wild card, but they're nope. not winning the Super Bowl. Nobody can see me right now, but if you could, my face. This is my face of worry. This is it. He does have worry face. We know you have worry face. Look, this is the I'm not, wor- I'm not worried about a thing, man. I, I had 20 years of greatness. On to the next chapter. Let's see what happens. Oh, please. I mean, hey, man, I'm... I wish I have no choice but to just move on, Jonathan. Let me move on, man. I'm in denial. I'm in the stage of denial. The next one is grief, and after that, depression and psychotic homicidal thoughts. Right? Whoa, whoa, whoa! I, I thought that was a part the of the list. Grief. I don't know the stages of grief, and it seems as if we have lost. Be easy. That is okay. Me and Duke well, are gone. Yeah, dude. Nothing. He just he got offended, dude. What's up with that? Why is like, he so bad? Why is he so bad? Here's the oh thing around here. Maybe he's in the denial stage too. Dude, I don't know. Dude, here's the thing about here's here's the thing about John, okay? 
He's got a little bit of success now. Okay, got a little Super Bowl taste. Now he thinks he's like knows everything about football. Missed you know a mean? big fucking deal, isn't he? Oh, dude, yeah, dude. He thinks that like, oh, look at me now. I got our Super Bowl. I have a homes now. Look at me. I got all these wife beaters and child beaters on my team. I could actually win now. Right. No, dude. See, it's like, it's just, he's never had it. So he doesn't know how to stay on top of the mountain like the Patriots did. And, you know, I wish Tom huh? all the best, dude. But, yeah. man, it just, just, we'll see some new blood in there, man. You know? Right. Well, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. Well, listen, I think we should take a quick break. We'll get Beasy back online, talk a little about about, about the uh, Saints. We'll move on to the North and the West, and uh, we'll be right back. And we're out. I did that because I think you're going to have And we're back. So, bring us in. Who? That was very vague. I'll bring, I'll bring us in. All right. Yeah. And we're back. Thanks for sticking with us. Be Easy is back online after those technical difficulties. That's right. And we had some technical difficulties on my end, and the moose had to take a technical dump, so we had a little time that we had to leave. Uh. <laughs> yes, bowel difficulties, I guess is how we would put it. Great yeah. time for a break. And uh, we move on to our last team in the a- uh, NFC South, excuse me, to the New Orleans Saints. They didn't have uh, a lot of picks, though. They did not. They had four. <laughs> with that being said... A uh, great draft <laughs> with with only four picks. They got that uh, center, Cesar Ruiz out of Michigan. I am a Michigan fan, so I was excited about that pick. I think the kid looks great. It was a uh, how are you a Michigan fan? Uh, I don't know. It's always like, I, who am I going to root for over here? I don't yeah, know. Rutgers, Wolverines. I, I fucking hate Boston College. I hate fucking Boston College more than you could ever imagine. Like hate hate Boston College. Well, I mean, and there's not a lot. I mean, why don't you like Maryland or something like that? Why would I like Mar- Maryland? Has nothing to offer me. I don't they know. got those cool uniforms. They, they do sweet, have some cool unis. They have sweet true. uniforms, and they're close enough, man. Like much closer in Michigan is. <laughs> and two, and two, his brother just transferred there, my friend. Yeah, that's right, man. Two, his brother went up there. He's following the, uh, I think the offensive coordinator who's going up to be the head coach up there. So I mean, it makes sense. No shit. No shit. Well, no. Um, no, I've just grew up. I, I grew up a Michigan fan. Um, everyone around here was pretty much Notre Dame fans, to be honest with you. Oh, uh, you're Irish Catholic. You've got to be fucking. Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't like that whole convicts versus Catholics whole deal that I read as a kid. Dude. Rudy. Yeah, dude, that was that was always so terrible. Like, I mean, very uh, racist. <laughs> so ra- it's just such racist propaganda, man. It's awful. But anyway, regardless of that. The good old uh, Saints, who I guess would be on the side of the Catholic, uh, <laughs> they they went out and got a guy from Michigan, a convict. Uh, so maybe they're trying to convert the man. Uh, but Cesar Ruiz, uh, I like him because he's one of those centers that gets that like low stance. Yeah, like you know, check out what's going on on the field before he hikes that ball. Which is good. Uh, then they also went and got a tight end, you know, try to get some extra hands uh, coming out of uh, Dayton. Apparently, guys, you know, pretty good. Um, not, you know, again, we're judging him on, on tight ends. You know, the, he's got hands and he's big enough to kind of maybe push somebody on the line a little bit. And he's got a, uh, he's got a great name for a tight end, too, Adam Trotman. Right, right. So, you know, Trotman over the middle. You know, I can hear that all the time. Uh, yep. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm but, telling you. Uh, I think their best pick probably was uh, picking up a um, kid out of uh, Wisconsin there. Yeah, homeboy from Wisconsin. That's probably their best 
uh, pick overall. Uh, they did get a surprisingly a quarterback coming out of Mississippi State. I don't really know a lot about. That. Yeah, I did, that that pick confused me a little bit. You have four picks. You you're just about. I mean, now they hadn't signed Jameis Winston at the time. Um, right. But well, you got Drew Brees, and then you got Taysom Hill, who everybody wants Hill to be the next guy, which right. he won't. And you've already talked like you got all these quarterbacks. You don't know what to do. Why do you need to go get another one? So it's just like, I, weird. Dude, Tommy Stevens, practice squad guy, straight yeah. up. Like, well, that's no why you drafted him. him to see the field, but like it just seems strange. Like but knowing that he's such a late pick, he probably could have been undrafted. Development, Easy. man. Give him a couple of years in the practice squad to see what he can do. Bring him in some preseason games. Hey, who knows, man? And Hill, he's more of a gimmicky guy. He'll, like, find him as a wide receiver or something down the uh, line. He, he can play, man. He's just a versatile player. I don't think he'll ever be a starting QB. Um, and, and I don't think Jameis Winston will ever start for them either. But I will say this. Out of their draft, um, those last three picks, Zach Bond, Adam Trotman, and Tommy Stevens, one one hundred percent A for effort on the names per position because Zach Bond sounds like a linebacker. Adam Trotman sounds like a tight end, and Tommy Stevens, come on, that's a QB through and through, man. They they saw his name on the sign up sheet back in flag football. They said that's our QB. So who who knows? I mean, I don't know what their plan is. Uh, it was a good draft considering they had four picks, but not too much to talk about. Nah, four right. picks, four solid picks. Yeah, you know. I mean, they didn't do bad. I mean, they're like – I mean, they still got Drew Brees out there. They still got the running backs. They still have the best damn wide receiver in the league. Easily. Easily. Well, we'll go from a team with a few picks to a team that had all the picks. Let's go right on over to the Minnesota Vikings, everybody. We're switching divisions, and we're going over to the Vikes. Now, unlike the team that we just talked about that had four picks, I'm not even going to count how many the Vikings had. Let's just say well over ten. Now, the Vikings' first pick, though, was Justin Jefferson, guy who just won a national championship, uh, actually had a better performance in the game before the national championship, but still did well in the main stage, too. So, I mean, not to take anything from the man, he still did well on both games. Uh, but great pick. Fell down all the way to number 22. Ooh, that's a shame. That's kind a shame. surprising. But you know what? The man was still in the first round, and he's going to another team that wears purple. So at least his colors don't have to change. Yeah, um, their first three picks were amazing. They are all, I don't want to say borderline starters, um, but they could very well produce three day one starters out of those three picks. Justin Jefferson um, opposite Adam Thielen, where Stefan Diggs was, and Jeff Gladney and veteran Mike Hughes. Um, yeah, I think uh, their pick of what Ezra Cleveland, I mean, I hate to say this, but, you know, racism goes both ways. And I feel like the poor boy fell so far just because he was white. But, like, he's a good guy to have on the offensive line. I just I, I just don't think he looks scary enough because he's not brown. Oh, wow. Wow. No, I'm serious, dude. I think that's why he fell so far. Yeah, you know, I, you know what's funny is is <laughs> I, I don't know how – I don't know – whatever your thought process is. But um, I did see a picture of him on that day. He's got a baby face. Kid's right? still a baby. Right? He is a baby. He's yeah, a baby, like he's man. Got a, he's got a baby face. He doesn't – he just doesn't look scary. Like, the other offensive linemen that got drafted before him, I mean, look at him. They all look scary. It was all brown or two for the most part. So, like, I mean, he, he, I mean even 
the fact that, you know, some were from the Pacific Islands. They were still darker than this man. You know, I don't know, dude. I don't know. Maybe they didn't look at him like he was scary enough to be effective, but uh, he's got good numbers. He's done well on the offense. And I mean, granted, he came from Boise State, a team that's usually dominating teams anyway, but maybe it's because he was dominating these players. So, yeah, we got to. One thing you got to say, though, is, man, good cousins just show up. There's no excuses now, man. I mean, yeah, of course. No excuses, dude. Will he? No. But, of course, he he He's always going to be, like, the greatest mediocre quarterback. He's he's like our new Tony Romo. Like, he's just going to be a really good mediocre quarterback. But with that defense and, you know, with a wide receiver like Jefferson over there, man, I just don't see how – that team cannot win. I mean, dude, he had Thielen and Diggs. He didn't get it done with them. You know, I understand. He only man. Has Thielen now. He's got Jefferson. I mean, things are like he's got talent. He's just not going to get it done. I mean, you got one of the probably the best running back, maybe in all of the NFC. I Elliott might be up there. I mean, but Elliott's just not as consistent. But you got Cook in the back. I mean, there's no excuse for them to not be winning more games. There's no excuse for them not being the representation of the NFC in the Super Bowl. There really is none. None. The past none. two, three years, there's been no excuse for them not being in the Super Bowl. So, I don't know. I mean, even when they had Case Keenum, they should have gotten that team in the Super Bowl. Nah. Yeah, I mean, overall, though, great draft. I mean, they had Xavier Rhodes and Trey Waynes leave. They filled those slots up. I mean, I- it's hard to not – draft well though when you had 40 picks though that's true <laughs> that's fair <laughs> enough but even like down to round four i just think i think they drafted all right that troy die kid the linebacker out of oregon long athletic kid probably a special teamer for the first year but he's gonna be behind eric um eric kendricks and anthony barr so he'll learn and that could learn for sure and he might even play in the linebacker slot eventually throughout next season now they did go get themselves a QB. In the seventh round, my friends, Nate Stanley from Iowa. Another yeah, I mean, team I mean, with a round seven quarterback. Just but like a quarterback out of Iowa, I mean, like that was just like like a, for a friend or something, right? Because like Iowa didn't throw the ball down the field all season, man. And I remember like the games that they played where they had to like play a good team. Those games were like three to six. Or like ten to nine, like so. It sure as hell wasn't because the quarterback was throwing bombs down the field. So, if you want a game ultimate game manager, I mean, I guess draft that kid because you're drafting him to hand the ball off and throw it five to six yards. Uh, but other than that, man, I don't know why the hell that boy was drafted. Especially I mean, he can, you know, he he's got potential. You How? never know. How does he have? I'm, potential? I'm watching some highlights. It's not all that bad. Dude, I mean, maybe. those highlights were probably against no-name teams. Like when they had, they always Iowa played no-name teams. When Iowa played real teams, they didn't score nothing. The defense had to step up, and the offense just made sure they didn't turn it over. I mean, Iowa doesn't play. How many no-name teams do they play? Quite a few, right? I mean, they play a few. I mean, like they play, you know, Iowa State every year, which is like kind of a team, but they're not really, dude. I mean, their big game every year, I think, is Penn State. You know, like, that's their, like, big game. I mean, the kid, the kid can grow into something. Who knows, man? 
I, I, I'm not expecting anything. So you're saying practice squad. The, the last time anyone heard his name was on the day that he was drafted because he sure is – you're never going to hear his name again. Uh, unless <laughs> they bring back the XFL. All right, so other teams that are in this division, uh, we don't want to go to the team that we're going to have the most to talk about. So we're going to go straight to the Lions for right now. Uh, Lions had a high pick at number three um, overall. They had – They've been doing so poorly for the past few years. Matt Stafford continues to throw the ball for ridiculous numbers, yet has nothing to show for it year after year after year. This past year, unfortunately, he did suffer from a little bit of an injury for some of the season. And so to address those problems, they got an offensive lineman first round. Nope. Uh, Maybe second round to help him out. Mm, Nope. Uh, so they didn't draft great, uh, except for the fact that, you know, how do you give up one of the best cornerbacks in the whole draft? So they had to get him. doesn't really address any problems that they had. Uh, mainly their problem is protecting the quarterback and also trying to stop anybody from running them over. Uh, so they didn't address that at all because they didn't get anybody on the defensive line until the sixth and seventh round. So they're still going to have people run all over them. Uh, but they did try to help their running back situation because, I mean, I can't even think of the last time they had a running back with over 1,000 yards. So in the second round, they got Swift coming out of Georgia. So that might help things out a little bit. I like, I like that pick. Yeah. Yeah, because, again, they haven't had anybody get over 1,000 yards probably in maybe five-plus years, man. I can't think of the last time the Lions had somebody who was running Barry Sanders? Jesus Christ. Wow. <laughs> I mean, five years, man. I mean, <laughs> name one. Uh, name. Well, I can't, man. So that's why, yeah, uh, yeah you might be. I don't think you're right, but you might be right in that <laughs> statement. But uh, there's got to be somebody who got like a thousand and two somewhere around there. Uh, so, somebody barely got across that threshold. But uh, yeah, man, I'm not excited about what the Lions are going to do because I don't really think they address too much. I mean, they, in the later rounds, try to help the offense a little bit with some guards, try to help, you know, uh, keep the center area a little bit more secure, maybe to kind of help things out a little bit for Stafford, uh, probably coming up on his final year with the Lions because I just, I can't see them going any further with this man if he can't at least get them one playoff victory. <laughs> I just don't understand why they would. Man, I see confusing too because they got Jason Huntley from New Mexico State running back too. So I kind of I don't see how that was a necessary need. Well, um, here's I the just thing. here's the bottom line, man. Right with the running back position, so I, you might as well try and get a couple of guys. I mean, what what's the harm in that? I I'm it, not upset with that. I'm just upset with the fact that they didn't try to help that defense because again, they were getting scorched on it, on the on the line, dude. Like they were getting pushed back. Well, the problem is head coach, Matt Patricia. I don't like him. Sorry. Yeah, I think he's an arrogant, cocky guy. And, you know, I think the Lions yeah, are going to be where they are. Yeah, fine the way it is. And it's like, well, it wasn't because you weren't winning games. I mean, the Moose knows Matt Patricia very well. So, I just don't like him. He's not a good head coach. I don't think so either. I think he should have stayed as a defensive coordinator. But, um, I mean, they definitely plugged the running back position that was hurting last year. Um, you know, they had Bo Scarborough, Kerryon Johnson, uh, uh, and one more, I believe. I could be forgetting his name. 
Um, but after Clyde Edwards Hilaire, your first round draft pick be easy. Um, I think that Swift kind of just fell into their lap. I think they had to take that pick. I think he's a great player and um, I think it was a good pick for them. And then not to mention their first pick, Jeff Okuda was, he's unbelievable. I mean, that's another, that's another one. No, no, like, no. I mean, that's another one. Like you couldn't pass him up no matter what. I mean, if you pass him up, you're foolish, you know? I, I just see wasted talent here, man. That's all. Well, of it's course, it's talent because they're in, they're going to Detroit. It's sad. So nothing's it's, ever going to happen to any of those guys. It's just sad, dude. Because I see <laughs> these guys. Like I mean, these guys are some damn good players, and right. yet they're going to go play, and just hoping that maybe Matt Patricia gets fired. And, and, the next and what's few really years. funny is that like people always keep like anytime they're talking about like your career is destroyed if you get sent to Cleveland. Like it's just as bad if you get sent to Detroit. Yeah, it's not. Detroit, <laughs> yeah, and you yeah, have angles. probably less places to live. Right. Yeah, so. you've got there's just teams uh, in dumpster fires. I mean, that just need culture changes. Yeah. And I mean, if you couldn't win with Barry Sanders and, and force that man to just leave the game of football, then you know you got a terrible dude, one playoff win. That's all they ever had with Barry Sanders. One, right. yeah, they and had, um, they haven't had any with Matt Stafford, and that's also questionable. With um, that, with that being said, I did want to read this little snippet that I found. Um, the Lions have not finished in the top half of the league in rushing offense since Barry Sanders' retirement last millennium. Wow. Wow. That's so, bad. That, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty simple to be in the top half of the league running-wise, unless your offensive line is absolute shite. I mean, the yeah, Giants are getting it done somewhat. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, and, and that really just shows that, like, maybe Matt Stafford shouldn't be getting paid the money he is. Maybe the numbers are skewed because you can't get anybody running the ball, so you have to just keep throwing it, and you just at this point, you know, you're looking at garbage time yards because the other team has already won the game by halftime, so they're going to let Matthew throw it a little bit. So, What, what was the percentile and the percentage, I mean, percentile, percentage of Matt Stafford's as the off Lions offense. Wasn't it like 85, 90%? Yeah, it was. It's the highest percent of any team. I, in fact, would argue that, B, as he would just saying, plain and simply, the Detroit Lions organization has been run like dog shit <laughs> for the past 20 years. And oh. I, I think Matt Stafford, you place him on that Rams team, you place him on that Atlanta Falcons team. I think he can get some wins done. I think it's just the Lions are just a terrible organization. Oh, I'm not saying that he's complete trash. No, I'm not saying because I've seen him throw some good balls. I'm just saying that I think the guy, his numbers look better because the team is usually out of the game so quickly that they let him start throwing. And that's you know? that's yeah, I understand why you would argue that, and, and, and I completely understand that. And I'm not sitting here saying Matt Stafford's one of the best quarterbacks in the league, but I wouldn't mind a Matt Stafford on the now Tom Brady-less Patriots. Uh, over, over Andy Dalton? Over Andy okay, Dalton? Right Andy Dalton? Somebody's, <laughs> somebody's just thirsty now. Actually, <laughs> no. I, I agree with the moose on this, man, because yeah, I, mean, I believe Belichick could take Andy Dalton and make him a winner. Oh, I believe Belichick, oh. dude. Now you, now I believe you, the hood. Now you're just drunk. I don't know what y'all dude, are talking about. Like, I, I believe in the moose talking about Matt Stafford helping out a Patriots he, team that doesn't have Tom dude, Brady. That makes he sense. He took about Castle. Andy Dalton. Bill Belichick took Matt Castle Andy and won Dalton. 11 games with him. You're, you're but, but there's another situation, right? Andy Dalton wouldn't have a career without A.J. Green. 
But that Cincinnati Bengals team is in the same exact category as Cleveland in Detroit. Those three teams are probably the three teams um, you can probably include. Washington. The, yeah, exactly. You can probably yeah. include the Redskins. Those four teams, they don't care about winning. Those owners like to make their money. They like to make their stamp. And they like to be well, – See, the Skins have a huge fan base no matter what. Cincinnati has nothing else going on in that city besides the Reds, and they, they ain't anything. The Reds haven't been good since the Big Red Machine, and that's a long time ago. That's before just, yeah. any of us were alive. So, like, we, they don't have anything to ride on in those cities, so that's why they're allowed to just kind of throw out whatever, and people are just happy. That's fair. They just like to watch their sports. Mm-hmm. But I think Matt Stafford – there's just a feeling I get out of him compared to these other quarterbacks like Dalton, um, even like Newton. Um, Newton now more than 10 – I wouldn't say this 10 years ago about Newton, but now um, I just think Matt Stafford just still has that upper edge. I mean, the guy broke his fucking back. Well, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, not, he, he, and he's played through – he doesn't have talent. I'm just saying that he's not – it's, he, it's his not, numbers are as great as as he really is. His numbers are showing a different quarterback, is what I'm saying. That's I'm that's, not saying that he's not good. It's just they show a quarterback that you would be like, this dude should be elite. He should be ranked with your Peyton Mannings and like you know these top tier quarterbacks because he's throwing those kinds of numbers. But those numbers are usually late in the game when the team has already been beaten anyway. Like. Matthew is not the problem. The Lions have always been the problem. No, I'm just saying that he is not the problem, dude. It's always been the Lions organizations. This yeah. this was a dysfunctional franchise before Barry Sanders, man. And they, I think we can all agree on that. I think. I, I mean, think I'm just saying he's a damn good quarterback. Put him in any other team, he would be doing something different. Right. But, I just don't think his numbers would be as high. But he'd, he'd be, be winning. Yeah, I think he'd have a lot more wins. <laughs> he'd have more victories. He'd probably and, be happier in life, you know? Yeah. And I mean, like. Kids with smiles on their faces that aren't like, daddy's a loser, you know? At the end of the day, though, <laughs> man, daddy's a loser. <laughs> Mommy, why does dad always. Wait, time out. We can't say this about his family. Uh, Didn't wife have cancer last year? You can't say that. You can't say that about him. I think it's Dude, it's I'm pretty sure his wife threw. I don't quote me on the cancer, but I'm pretty sure his wife went through, like, some serious medical stuff. But I didn't go after his wife. I went after his children. No, I think hey, you did. I think you did. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. <laughs> HR, excuse me. HR, could you come over here? Yeah. HR, HR man. That, that's, a little, that's a little sketchy, man. Wait, a sketch. I, I think we need to find Toby Flenderson from the office to be our HR guy. I do. Oh, there we go. Yeah, we need somebody we could just walk all over. I um, walk all over. Speaking of teams, that, speaking of walking all over, um, the Chicago Bears. Uh, a team that's probably going to get walked over because they don't know what they're doing, especially under center. Uh, they still got Mitch Drabitsky, uh, who's probably better off playing for the Chicago Bulls, and uh, Nick Foles, who uh, probably should still be in Philadelphia. No, I'm not going to let you live down that Chicago Bulls comment. That's <laughs> Are you kidding what? me, dude? That's great. Dude, could you imagine if Mahomes was taken first and you guys got Mitch Trubisky? You would have no Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, dude, we'd have nothing. Well, first uh, off, we wouldn't get Mitch Trubisky. Like, we, would, it, we wouldn't have done it um, because – 
we still had Alex Smith at the time, so we probably would have just still sweated that out. He probably wouldn't have broken his leg because he wouldn't have been with the skins, and we'd still be looking at him getting us to the playoffs and losing to this day. But that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what would have happened. We wouldn't have because, like, the the idea was to get Patrick Mahomes, and if they didn't, then they were going to go in a different direction. But no one else wanted Patrick, so we were like, all right, well, we'll go get him. Man, sounds like so <laughs> I, I, I just, I just, it kills me, man, because I'm dealing with Tanny Bum right now, man. All right, well, uh, I'm so sorry, dude. Yeah, it's yeah, okay. You, you could have okay. had a quarterback because you know what? You guys had a higher pick than us that year. But anyway. But hey, man, but you know who I believe in? Nick Foles. Okay. Well, Nick got Foles a good situation. Hey, yes. And if you remember, his last throw was a Jaguar right before he got hurt. Just nailed. Like a touchdown throw. I think Nick Foles is good. I think Chicago's a good landing spot for him. Tabisky ain't it. Sorry, Man. kid. Foles Man. Be, here's the thing. Nick Foles can at least keep the Bears in the game because the Bears have a great defense. Not exactly sure why they went so defensive heavy in their earlier pick. Uh, this is the Bears, guess, man. I mean, granted, some of these guys probably won't see the field, but I think their defense is fine. Their offense is where they needed to, you know, really fix some things. And they got some late offensive line picks. I really feel like they could have maybe, if they had opportunity, try to get them a little higher up. Because, uh, I mean, homie coming out of Utah, he might be okay, but I don't really think that you really needed any help on your defense at all. So with that being said, you could have used that to get a better offensive lineman to kind of help out with whatever your quarterback situation is going to be from here on out. Yeah, I don't necessarily um, disagree. I thought it was interesting how they took Cole Komet, um, even after throwing a two-year $16 million at an old Jimmy Graham. Oh, um, dude. That was, Jimmy, that, was a head scratcher. that was a head-scratcher to begin with. Well, I um, think here's the thing. They're, they're looking at both of their quarterbacks realistically, and both of them are not deep guys. Uh, so you're looking at trying to – help out your tight end situation because I think the tight end position is going to be very important for the offense that the bears are going to have to run. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and again, I don't disagree. I think that's a good assessment of, of what their offense is. And um, I think they addressed some, um, you know, some need for a cornerback. Um, they got two of them, Kendall Vildor out of Georgia Southern, um and Jalen Johnson out of Utah. Uh, I think those were good picks for him. Overall, not a great draft, not a bad draft. I I mean, I wouldn't say it was great. I still don't understand the tight end element of it. I think with that 43rd overall pick, they could definitely have gotten something better. But uh, we'll we'll see, man. I think Nick Foles will be at the helm sooner than than uh than they think oh. in Chicago. Dude, Nick oh, Foles again. No, no. He signed that contract now he's starter. Bulls, dude. Like I think he would be better off playing for the Chicago Bulls because look, that team only wins like 12 games a year anyway. And I feel like he wouldn't really hurt the team too much. You know, like if they're only winning 12 games, what is he going to do? Help them to maybe lose one or two more. So like, you know, that they're, they're already bad. He's not going to make them any worse. So might as well go over there. It, it, I mean, the fans are eight and 18, man. You know, not because of him, dude. It's all because. No, 
I know. Awful. I'm just saying, Nick Foles is a I mean, hell, half quarterback. Games, they're dude. winning because the defense only gave up a but touchdown. It was a tragic situation in Jacksonville when he got hurt. Okay. And then the mustache came in and won games. And so Nick had a fine future home. And he's, just, selling, he's selling jerseys down there, too. I think that this uh, damn good pick that could elevate this team to 10, maybe 11 wins, man. They could be yeah. waiting for the division, I mean, man. I feel Jacksonville reacted very abrupt and rash, uh, but at the same time, that's kind of the team that they are. Uh, well, they're just when it comes to that position, they're rebuilding because they, they don't, don't want to really pay. Know what to do in the quarterback position, I mean, yeah. they haven't been comfortable there since Brunel, you know, and that's a long time. And they're comfortable with the new Lion King down there with a the mustache. I mean, whatever his name is, uh, Minshew. Minshew, that's it. Yeah, hitting it comfortable with him, man. So yeah, he likes short shorts. You know, well, exactly. Of comfortableness in the quarterback position. Oh no, it's getting a little uncomfortable in Green Bay. Oh no. Oh, and that's what I said. Oh my God, Aaron Rodgers, get me some help, okay? Yep. Aaron Rodgers asked for help. He asked for help on the offense and green bay was like we will help the offense go in a different direction they went and drafted first jordan love quarterback coming out of the utah state matter of fact this was through a trade so it's like they had to work to get this pick um and they went out of their way to still not get a wide receiver not get a tight end of uh cole uh, who went like, over to a different squad? Cincinnati. They didn't even go and get, they just they got a quarterback, y'all, and they didn't help the defense. They didn't help nothing to help Aaron Rodgers. All they did was say, "Aaron Rodgers, we're actually going to try to get you out of here as quickly as possible." Look, that's exactly it, man. Lafleur came in there and says, "I just don't like you, Aaron," because Aaron came in and put his balls on the table and said, "I want to run this team." Well. You know, the first said, whatever, Aaron. And this year says, yeah, I'm going with Jordan Love. They're going to try to trade but him. I mean, He's but gone, that a ballsy dude. Move? Because, like, it is, dude. I like it, man. Say, this is my him. team. It is the funniest fucking thing I had heard in the last three months, man. They fucking drafted Jordan Love out of Utah State. Bye-bye, Aaron. Your Bye-bye. Future, your future with the Packers is fucking gone, dude, buddy. This uh, is what he did to Brett Favre. So, hey, Ed. Same, same age, too. Same age. And it's funny, too, because I felt like Brett Favre was way older than Aaron Rodgers is now. Like, Brett Favre was getting older. I feel like well, Aaron Brett Rodgers Favre still had a, lot of, had a lot of drinks. And so he just – That's fair. He aged differently. You know? oh, that's, <laughs> that's right. Aaron Rodgers doesn't chug beers. He, he sips scotch. Yeah, 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 yeah. He sips it like – I mean, he could barely get through that beer. I think he was – had to put a nipple on it just to at least get half it down. Ooh. But, uh, <laughs> wow, dude. Wow. It's a lot of calories in beer, Wow, yeah. So, but either way, man, yeah, Green Bay made it obvious that they don't really care. Um, if there's any way of Aaron Rodgers getting another ring, he's going to either have to do it this year or with another team. Or he's going to have to get a new doorbell, dude, because that – Right. I just fucking that's, – That's the new ring he's getting. I'm, I'm fucking giddy, man. I am giddy with this pick. I A horrible draft by the Packers. Horrible no, draft. Man. Now. Dude, oh, yeah. I just think I mean, that – Their running back 
coming out of Boston College I'm not impressed with. I, they no. don't even have anything on the tight end that they picked up. Me I either, mean, dude. He's out of Cincinnati. <laughs> like, right? And, like, Cincinnati isn't that low of a school. So how is there nothing on this man? I, I don't know what they were picking, who they were drafting from. I should go over there and be their scout because, like, send me all over the country to find people that aren't going to do anything for you. I could do that. Hey, I'm telling you, this is Matt LaFur saying, I'm blowing this team up on purpose and bringing my own people in to run my the, own offense, who the, dude. Who the hell are these That's people? It. I almost dropped an F-bump. Dude, it's Matt LaFur, dude. Because this guy is quarterback, everybody dude. else in this draft is absolute garbage. Dude, this is Matt LaFur, dude. He's like a Sean so McVay. He's a Sean McVay <laughs> prodigy, man. You know how it is. We got these Sean McVay prodigies that they think they're just going to come in, blow a team up, and somehow win. I mean, this is Matt LaFleur saying, this is my team now, Aaron Rodgers. He went up and teabagged Aaron Rodgers, basically, and said, he no, did. man, no, you're out of here, dude. You're he, out of here. He open-faced him at a birthday party. I, I feel uncomfortable saying that, but that's exactly what but happened here. Here's the deal, and, and Jordan Love's going to be a great quarterback in this league. I, he, I wanted him. I yeah, wanted the Titans to draft him. Right, he's going to be fantastic. He's going to be a great quarterback. And guess what? He is taking over Rogers' spot. There's not a question about it that Aaron's not going to retire a Packer now. And he even came out. Ready? Here's the two things that I thought that was most interesting after that. Brett Favre had an interview the day after the draft or a few days after the draft. Said, I spoke with Aaron. He's not too pleased. I don't see him finishing in a Packer uniform. Now, Aaron reverted a little bit at the start said you know it was an interesting pick blah 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 blah. said the future is uncertain the future is more than certain now because you're not (laughs) finishing there you are not finishing with Matt LaFleur and the Packers it's not gonna happen guess where he could go though Dallas because guess who's there Mike McCarthy he might say all right I might follow my pride a little bit that's That's awesome he's gonna be in Boston before he'll be there no, he's never coming here. We no, we don't need we don't need that. that oh, dude, stiff. Aaron Rodgers taking Bullshit. number twelve jersey. Nope. Wow. Nope, 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 nope. Wow. That would be be beautiful sacrilege. But um, I I don't know I don't know. Let's talk about this for a sec. I don't know how much I could handle that. <laughs> like, first of all, roller coaster of emotions because it's like, all right, we got a great quarterback, like one of one of the best quarterbacks in the league. But I also fucking loathe this guy i loathe him i have i have more hatred for him in my body than for any other single human being in my entire life maybe other than uh that parker guy on espn or sports whatever he's on um all i'll say is this to you moose you'll be lucky that you get him it's not going to be a smooth transition by any means there will definitely be some headbutting. And I just don't think he would do it because I don't think he would want someone like Belichick to have like that kind of power. That over was going to, because yeah. if he didn't like Mike McCarthy, he ain't going to like belly. No. So like, no, 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 no. no. And, and that was, gonna, yeah. And you're exactly right. That was going to be my next thing. If he does, it'll be under McDaniels, but even McDaniels, oh, he's not dude. Him, dude, McDaniels. Oh, dude. He's always uh, had a troubled relationship with Tom Brady towards the end. No, I mean, they did not, dude. They did not bros no more, man. So Tom Brady had a problem with everything at the end. It wasn't anybody else. You know why? Because you treated him like crap. That's why. That's not true. All right. There's going to be a statue. The day he retires, there's going to be a statue. Yeah. Well, he should have retired a Patriot. Give him two more years. That was his choice. 
That was his choice. No, it was Bill's choice. Gold, whatever, man. That's fine. His he didn't even he didn't even let us come up with an offer. He said, "I want to go." Yeah, because you guys sound you guys tainted that water years ago. See, you guys, bro. I've been kissing in my own pot. He knew you guys were gonna pay him a lot of money. Like he hadn't been paid yet, really. Like it was Bill. It was Super Bowl. It was solely Bill Belichick. It wasn't us. It wasn't Robert Kraft. It wasn't team it was bill belichick dude i love bill but you still had to have players to play right i'm yeah. not i'm not scared about jared stidham man i know he's just don't give prove, just but give. like but like why why would i be more scared than you or a, a giants fan or a bears fan i shouldn't be more scared than anybody right now i still have bill belichick in a in a fantastic defense we've lost some parts i'm not worried about a thing Do I, I mean look, dude, I look like I, I'm, I'm just saying man that you guys had Tom Brady. Get, I'm terrified. Six I'm terrified. Don't listen to a word out of my mouth. I'm terrified. All right. All you right. Could just well. let him run things, and you know, you just guys just crapped on him. Well, speaking of terrified, let's talk about the Los Angeles Rams. Team that probably should be terrified. Oh, the new logos and the new uniforms are absolute garbage. <laughs> Terrible. Well, yeah, I, I didn't pick any of that, so don't say anything to me. Uh, I. <laughs> Nothing to do. No, you represent the Rams now. You're in L.A. I don't represent them. Now, the Rams didn't do anything that I would feel was appropriate. I mean, they did get a running back early on because they had to. They weren't going to have Gurley. They didn't seem to get the best of running backs. But, I mean, hey, they did the best they could with their pick being so late in the second round. Um, Right afterwards, they got a wide receiver. Um I feel like they're just trying to keep working on that offense, trying to make it explosive again. Uh, Will it happen? I don't know. Uh, But that's what they're looking at. They're looking at trying to, you know, have some of the glory of a couple of years ago without fixing what I feel is the real problem of their quarterback. But that's just me. With that being said, Van Jefferson, fantastic wide receiver. Great pick. Cam Akers, also a good running back. Solid. Um, I don't know if I would have taken him with my first, second, round pick um but with that being said my my pick for them that i'm most excited about is round three second the second terrell they took in the third round which is terrell burgess uh safety out of utah he's very versatile um he lined up everywhere with the with the utes the utah utes um i I like that pick a lot with with that being said their new logo is so bad i have zero hope for them moving (laughs) that's it man like that's horrible, horrible uniforms. I mean, they just—they look like an XFL team now. Listen, Bay. I work in the software industry, in the in the IT industry, right? That logo looks like a software I should have on my PC. That's what that logo looks. It's horrible. And then yeah. the jerseys came out. They look like a bunch of greeters from IKEA. It's terrible. Well, yeah, the logo—it's hard. Like you gotta look to understand that there's a RAM in it. You know, and then there's not there's not a ram. There's ram horns. Well, no, well, yeah, but uh, yeah, I guess. No, 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 don't. No, 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 no. Hey, no. I'm looking at it, listen, man. Listen, I'm the pretty a, much a the pro. A is supposed to be the face, man. Like the A is supposed to be the face, and then it curls back. Like that's what it's supposed to do. No, I think I think that's false. Listen, that's, I took one. I took one I'm, graphic I'm design you, course in college. I live in the they're lying to you. Listen, I took one graphic design college course, and I'm pretty much a pro now. That's a horrible oh, okay. logo. All right. Well, I, wait, all, all, John... those famous, all those famous artists and graphic designers in Silicon Valley and LA couldn't figure out a logo oh, for them. That's what okay. they Okay. 
to Jonathan's defense, I do see it. I see what they were trying oh, to do it, with the eye. I see the eye. I see the the horn now. But you lose it with the other side. The other side of the A, I lose it. I I completely lose it. Once I look at that left side of the A. The other part of the A, I guess, man. I don't know, dude. Like, that's just how it works. I'm sorry, but that it's supposed to be a fucking ramp. It's supposed to be, but it's not. (laughs) All right. I'm sorry. It's it it is what it is. I accept your apology. You're wrong. (laughs) That we'll we'll have to agree to disagree. Either way, yeah, hey, uh, agree to disagree, people. But did you, learn that, did you learn that in college? Agree to disagree. Uh, hey. I think I, I think I learned that from like a uh, police questioning. I don't know. Oh no, okay, <laughs> right, that's, fair, that's fair. I don't have much experience. Okay, okay. So, but the, too, the Bams are also releasing new uniforms next year and the year after too. So they yeah, got well, like a bunch of new crap coming. They're, they're trying to go into the new stadium with a new feel, a new look. Here's the thing. They were going to go in as a team that might have won a Super Bowl, but they messed that up against the Patriots. They also look like they're going to be a team that was at least, you know, a contender to go to the Super Bowl, but they didn't even get back. Then they got rid of Gurley. Then they look like they're falling apart. It looks like they're overpaying their quarterback. They're it falling apart they're- just as much as Todd Gurley's knees are, man. Yeah, and I'm, and I'm just saying, of all the teams making their moves in the best in its position is probably the Raiders, and they're not even looking that good in their position. No. You know, the Chargers don't look too good in their move in. I mean, no one likes them anyway, and this team doesn't look like it's going to get much better without Phillip Rivers even being in the backfield. I mean, Tyrod can do a little bit, but I'm not expecting a lot. You got the Rams going in there hoping to somehow rekindle, you know, the flame of a couple of years ago. And then you got the Raiders who I I would say with their great running back and some of the changes that they're making and the possibility possibly of a different quarterback or maybe a quarterback that will actually do well this year. I think the Raiders have the best chance of doing something in their change. Uh, Plus, I mean, who doesn't want to go to Vegas and party if we're allowed to party there? Um, oh oh, yeah (laughs) but another team that uh is in the same division as the rams that's uh hoping to make uh another appearance in the super bowl again it's gonna be the 49ers 49ers actually went and got a pretty good uh defense tackle coming out of south carolina boy looks scary he looks country strong uh then after that, they went and got a wide receiver out of Arizona State that I'm really high up on. I mean, they had two first-round picks, and it looks like they did really good with both of them. They didn't have anything to pick till later, and, I mean, they're just guys who will probably never hear them. That's but It's solid, man. ones are good, man. So yeah, that, they're going to have some changes uh, immediately with those guys joining the mix, plus their defense was already good. So you add somebody like that to it. It's going to only get better. Yeah, and um, after, uh, after having let go of DeForest Buckner because they didn't have the money for him, mm-hmm. I think that was a fantastic pick. And you're right, the kid looks mean. Um, and then moving on to their next pick in Brandon Ayuk, if I said his name correctly. That's, um, right. that's, that's very much a pick they needed due to letting um, Emmanuel Sanders walk to the Saints. Mm-hmm. So uh, first two rounds, pretty good. I mean, they picked with a purpose, I felt like. Right. They, um, I like this, man. Um, the 49ers, they got Jimmy G. I don't think Jimmy G lost the Super Bowl last year. I think it was more of a team thing. Mahomes well, was stopped early. They yeah, couldn't stop they, him coming back. They, it were was, wanting, 
they were trying to force Jimmy G to play a game that he wasn't playing up to that point, and that worked. That's exactly right. Yeah, you know. That's but, exactly right. They didn't let the kid throw the ball until what ten minutes left in the fourth. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like they were running the ball. Why? Like why didn't you try that early? You didn't trust your quarterback from the beginning, so yeah. why trust him near the end? But you got Boza, and then you got Kinlaw. I mean, that's going to be a stout defense right there. Yeah, it's, I mean, they, they have a lot scary. of scary. scary. You guys, they, be proud of. they failed because they didn't stop Mahomes, man. That's it, you know? And that's oh, going yeah. to be the challenge. And really, every NFL it team really now. wasn't even him. They didn't stop Williams. And that was the one thing. Like, they had almost everything else decided. They just couldn't key in on the running back and that was the problem and honestly i mean when you look at the you know nfc they don't have a lot of versatile running backs on that side you know you got elliot i mean cook really only is just a running back he doesn't catch much of anything so like you know when you look at the top running backs on the nfc they're either they just really run the ball. They don't have, you know, guys catching it. And so they didn't have somebody to key in on the guy coming out of the backfield like that. So that's mainly how they lost that game. Uh, but, you know, they, oh, didn't so really, too, uh, they didn't really do anything to help that, honestly, with their picks. But, again, well, they didn't have a lot of problems. So I think they'll be fine. Well, the one thing I think that is the biggest thing in their offseason, not including draft at all, um, is their pickup of Trent Williams. Uh, and and that yeah. that kid Colton McKivitz out of West Virginia is definitely a swing player for that year one, um, and, and he's played left and right side in college. So I think that was a great pick too because he can learn from him. Um, and in the fifth round, I mean, how are you going to go wrong with an offensive tackle just to learn under somebody like Trent Williams? Right. So. Yeah. I mean, the kid might not ever see the field, and he probably won't see it for at least a few years. But you know, it's it's not a terrible guy to have, at least on the team. You know, so it's a solid draft, man. Solid draft for a team that's on the up and up. Now we'll see if they can have the same success this year, but who knows, man? It's kind of that Super Bowl curse, too. You know, you get there, it's kind of tough to get back, man. Right? It's tougher to get there back the second time, that's for sure. Well, it's tough to get back, and this team hasn't gotten back since they lost it to the Patriots. And this team is the Seattle Seahawks. Now they actually went out and, uh, tried to do some drafting uh i don't know what they were doing um the first pick uh they had a uh jordan brooks here coming out of texas tech not really given a lot of regard as far as how good he is of a player um he's not let he's not that good exactly so he's not that good uh then they went and got Darrell taylor out of tennessee also not all that good and then they went and got attack or excuse me a guard coming out of lsu also not that good then they went and got a tight end out of stanford it's not that good yeah like that's, that's literally the whole draft is just players that aren't that good, that good. i mean it's it's certain that the seahawks have always drafted to the beat of their own drum under pete carroll and they did so with this draft jordan brooks maybe they see something that we don't or that anybody doesn't, but he's he's a downhill mauler. The guy can barely cover. He doesn't know coverage well. So maybe if they call, you know, they they teach him that coverage, uh, it, that's great and all. But he's coming in on like inexperienced with that. 
he's a downhill dude. He stops the running game really well. And maybe in an NFC West division, that's a good thing. But I, I just don't quite understand the pick at that at that time. It, di- it didn't make much sense to me. And he wasn't supposed to be a first-round guy. He was a borderline second three-round. Um, right. So that definitely confused me. Now, would uh, Daryl um, Taylor is his name, right, at the, the edge yeah. from Tennessee? Mm-hmm. Now, I think, I think they had an immediate need for that. Um, and I think I'm not that, saying they didn't have a need for it, but I mean, I don't think he was the best guy for it. They could have gotten a better guy in the first round. Also, here's the thing, dude, guy is undersized or at best average sized, you know, and so you're not getting a lot from him. Uh, he has some speed, but he's not from what I have been told or could tell by any of the stats. He's not like the fastest they've ever seen at that. position. No, he's not. He's, he's a powerful dude and he's got some strength. That's for sure. Um, and he's got five years in the SEC, so that could play to his advantage. But again, I agree, just not the not the best you could have taken at that pick. Yeah, yeah. I, so, I feel like they went uh, just SEC heavy just because they were there. They took not? Tennessee, LSU, Florida, and then LSU again. I mean, it's just kind of weak. I yeah. mean, I don't see these players really helping out Russell. I mean, Freddie Swan. From Florida, even Sullivan. I mean, what are you guys yeah, doing another, with Russell? Are they wasting him? Oh, are they, are they wasting oh, his talent? Before we continue, we have to talk about the news that came out this week regarding a Russell Wilson trade. Oh, now yes. I don't know if you guys have heard, but uh, he's this, having a boy. This he is having a boy. Um, probably a baseball player. Listen. The Cleveland Browns were offered a trade in 2018, the day before the draft, for who? Russell Wilson for the first pick in the 2018 draft. That's messed up, man. Who would have been Baker fucking Mayfield. And there's more news that came out this week that said a trade is definitely, definitely going to be in the future for Russell Wilson, which I find interesting because I think he could retire with the Seahawks. I think he's had a fantastic career. He's still got his legs under him. I mean, look at the fucking offensive line he's been working with the past four years. It's a joke. It's disrespectful, okay? I would I would give up two, maybe three first-round picks for the next three years for Russell I Wilson. Know. I think Seattle is just upset with all these beautiful white women wearing number two. No, man, it's Pete Kell, dude. He's ruining this kid, man. <laughs> right. They're like dude. looking through the city. They're like, no, this isn't right. This isn't right. But that's dude. fine, dude. Like, you know, if he ends up somewhere else, hopefully I'll, he'll end up in a real city. Like, hopefully I'll take him. Los Angeles. He ain't going to Tennessee. I'll, I'll take, take him. him in a heartbeat, man. Of course you'll take him. He ain't taking you. Oh, but dude, whatever, man. Hey, you know, if it wasn't for us, you wouldn't be in the Super Bowl. Thank you for us knocking the Patriots and the Ravens out, Dave. For you. We don't know that for certain. I, I'm more I'm more inclined to believe that we wouldn't have beaten the Ravens. I think we could have beaten a struggling Patriots team. Definitely. But if the Ravens had beaten you guys and then we saw the Ravens, I think we would have been destroyed by them. So I will thank you for that one. Yeah, All right. <laughs> so next we've got right here, finally, the Arizona Cardinals, a team that really hasn't been worth a squirrel fart in years um last time i would say they were even worth a hot damn kurt warner was on the team uh, that was a good super bowl too man 
That was got a lot of back and forth right there. Uh, but right now, we're going to look at uh, the good old Cardinals. Still got an aging wide receiver and uh, decided to get no wide receivers uh, for the future. Really, all they decided to do was help the defense. Uh, so I'm not exactly sure what they saw with the offense last year because it was moving, but it wasn't the best thing I've ever seen on the field. Uh, but I guess they decided, hey, let's see if we can keep the games close because we're going to work on that defense. I mean, their first pick was great. Uh, yeah, Isaiah, Isaiah Simmons is an absolute beast. Yeah, um, I think he kind of like fell into their lap kind of. I mean, he was going to get picked somewhere in that top part but yeah quick quickly a little higher possibly and i think i think under vance joseph's defense he'll probably serve as a linebacker more than a safety um and i definitely think they're gonna have to try to put him on some tight ends he's a big dude i mean he's the guy's a freak of nature he's 6'4 238 with a 4.3940 the guy's a beast he's a monster um and i think he'll serve well for that team um, at their linebacker slot. I definitely think it's something they needed to address. Um, and I think they got better. I think this was probably the best draft in this division. They got better, man. They needed yeah, to. I mean, they did improve, but I just don't know if they only – they just didn't improve enough for me on offense, but that's fine. I mean – I mean, that offensive tackle, dude, Josh Jones is no joke. And you already no, know saying, Houston put out some good that, dudes man. on offensive line. I'm not saying he's not bad. I mean, I guess, you know, I don't know why they needed two defensive tackles in the fourth round. Maybe try to find a little more help on the offense there. That's that me. But, again, it's not – with the picks that they had, which were six, They, I feel like they at least addressed some issues. So, it's not the worst. It's not the best, but it's not the worst. So, again, Cardinals probably aren't going to get too far along from where they were last year. I think at like five and two. Hold up. Hold five, up. Ten and one. five ten and one, Jesus Christ! So, oh, hold up, wait. You don't think they're going to be better than five ten and oh, one, dude? I think they're going like win seven uh, or eight games, like, man. I said not much better. I think they're going to no, be. They like, got fucking DeAndre Hopkins. What do you mean, man? You think Kyler Murray's going to have a field day with him? Come on, oh. dude. I just don't. I just don't know if that's going to immediately equal success. Okay, they have a. But at least, at least two or three more wins. They got a good division. Uh. Also, he was on the Texans, and the Texans weren't just winning 15 games each season. You know what I'm saying? They were still just yeah. barely making it into the playoffs. Dude, that we see. Cam no. Malone is going to make Dude. the changes necessary. Um, I, I, I really think at best they're going to get six or seven victories. They're not going to. They're oh. not going to. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's going to just automatically turn around, man. At best, no. eight and eight. At Look, seven. man. This is the Cardinals on rebuild, man. Okay, but this is a damn good solid draft for them. And with a new wide receiver and Kyler Murray, dude, I think you're right. I think this is an 8-8 eight and eight team. Could be fighting, dude. I mean, they're scrappy, man. This could be a good thing for the Cardinals. I like that. I want to see the Cardinals win, man. I like Kyler Murray. Honestly, I just hate all the other teams in that division so much that I'd rather see the the, the cards win. To be honest, well, I I don't think it works that way. Uh, oh, it doesn't. No, it never does. But well, they're, they're in the right direction, though, man. Maybe after one more year, a good solid drafting. You know, well, let Kyler Murray develop. You know, we'll have that's to get all. on that when we get to the draft of next year. Well, we're already working on what we're going to be talking about when Kyler Murray's team 
is getting another high draft pick. All right, so everybody, that is yet another episode of the Ricky Williams Trilogy. We were covering the draft NFC portion this time. Again, check us out on all Fumble Rooski sports things. Like, you can check us out on Money Mouth, another podcast in which we do where we talk about some gambling. Um, also, uh, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, uh, YouTube. I don't think we're on MySpace, but, you know, maybe we'll do that again. Maybe we'll find a MySpace page and put that out there for you folks. Uh, but, again, follow us on all things. Just put in Ricky Williams Trilogy or Fumble Rooski Sports, and you will find us. Is there anything you guys would like to say before we sign off on this episode? Man, I cannot wait to have fucking live sports back. Go Patriots. Go Titans. And go Super Bowl winning champion Kansas City Chiefs. It's going to be an all-year thing. Oh, of course it will uh. be. I mean, I almost hope there's not a season so I can just continue to do it for a whole nother season. If the, NFL, if the NFL disbanded, then he would just be this for the rest of his life. Oh, yeah, dude. If there was never another NFL game, I would be like the final Super Bowl champions, Kansas City. <laughs> for now and forever, you're Super Bowl champions. <laughs> that sounds great. And what?